tax reform. Tax reform is always exciting. GST reform. That's a great idea. Um, more efficient yeah. tax. Due diligence now. Hey everyone and welcome. This is Tax Wrap episode 12, uh, brought to you by the tax specialists of Taxpayers Australia. My name is Nathan Hewitt and today we're joined by Bill and Ange. How are we doing guys? Very good. How are you Nathan? Doing fantastic. It's good to hear. Now, taking you back as part of the Lightning Round series, you will remember from last week, FBT. Now we're going to talk about how to, uh, what is FBT to begin with Mm -hmm. and how to survive it and how to sort of, you know, lay the foundations for being good at FBT. But first... Bill and Ange, yes. what is FBT? Okay, so FBT, for those of you who aren't aware, is fringe benefits tax. Um, it is uh, a different compliance season altogether. So it runs from 1 April to the 31 March of every year. So we thought that this would be spot on key because this is the time of year that everyone starts to turn their thoughts to FBT. But I am a bit of a passenger and is <laughs> the specialist um, in terms of FBT. So I'll try and ask some intelligent intelligent questions and maybe sort of um, bring it back to the level of the general public so that we all understand what's going on. (laughs) I won't be that bad, But we'll let her talk, we'll let her talk. Yeah, but basically what fringe benefits tax does, that was a mouthful, is um, it's a tax that's imposed on employers, so they're liable for the tax, but it's in respect of non-cash benefits that they provide to their employees. So So is is it only benefits that are provided by employers? Andrew, or... No, Bill. No, Bill, it's Oh, not. well, look, I, this, these are the questions that we need to ask. <laughs> right. Well, how about, how about I launch into the process, okay? okay? And we'll tackle that one as one of the steps, all okay. right? So, um, this is my uh, quick and easy process to look at when you are heading into FBT season. So, step one, is there a benefit? I know it sounds stupid, but is there a benefit? So, all right, we've already said it's non-cash remuneration that your employer pays you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, or, or provides you. And obviously, certain things like salary, wages, superannuation they pay on your behalf will never be included as a fringe benefit. Okay. Um, and then... Would it be fair to say yeah. that if you're an employee and you get something in respect of work... Yes. Alarm bell should ring. Correct. Would that be sort of correct? Like, okay. And, and you'll be surprised how many um, how many employers only look at their payroll. Okay. And a lot of the times, these non-cash benefits aren't in payroll; they're hidden somewhere else. Ah. Right. So okay. whether it be in gifts or travel, you need to scour your ledgers and okay. have a look because it's not always going to be as simple as being in your payroll. So, in terms of looking at and trying to identify whether or not a benefits occurred. Mm-hmm. They, they almost have to look through their balance sheet and P&L. They almost Absolutely. have to go through and, Absolutely. and find. Yep. Okay, yep. all right. Yep. Um, so the next step is what kind of benefit? So if we determine there is a benefit, yep. what kind of benefit is it? Now, the uh, FPT legislation has quite a number of them, but let's just talk about some of the common ones. There's cars, obviously okay. provision yep. of an actual car, mm-hmm. car parking, uh, loans, expense payments, living away from home, and entertainment—they're probably some of the key ones that we see most entities and end up having. Look, I know that cars are concessionally treated for FBT, and that's why they're so attractive in terms of people using them yeah. to pay employees. Um, do you want to make some comments around that? So, I, I guess what's attractive about cars is generally their salary packaged. Okay. So that's probably where the attraction lies. Okay. Um, as a matter of fact, I'd, I'd give cars a bit of a warning to say, if you are looking to salary package, 
just look at whether your employer um, then asks you to also contribute the FBT amount as well. Okay. As a matter of fact, that's a trap. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it can say, actually be more yeah, expensive. Yeah. So there you go, guys. It's yeah. something that so I So you might know. do you might do the calculation and work out. Okay, well, paying off my car via salary sacrifice works out to be cheaper. Yes. Because it's pre-tax and I and I pay it less GST because my employer. Yes takes the GST amount, so to speak. Yep, with you so far. Yep. Um, but then the employer might actually ask you to contribute the FBT back okay. for the privilege of letting you salary package it. That's yep. so unfair. But I think the thing, wouldn't that reduce the taxable value? Correct. Okay. Correct. So employee contributions always are applied to reduce the taxable value. Yep. And that's in any benefit. Okay. Okay. So just, I guess that's a bit of a trap. So I'm glad you brought oh, that up. It's a bit of a trap, actually. Yeah, okay, great. So I won't go in this particular podcast into details about all the benefits, but that's something that you guys can look out for because as we're heading into FBT season, I'll be doing a bit more analysis around that. Yeah, I'll put Plus, my hands up for that yeah. one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Plus yeah. we have some FBT seminars coming up as well. So anyone who wants details on any of these, uh, you know, best to look up those seminars on our website. Yep. Uh, provider. Okay, so... We talked about the fact that the employer is liable for the tax and you did raise a really good question, Bill. Is it always the employer? And the answer is no. Okay. It can be the employer, an associate an associate of the employer, or even a third party. Okay. Now, what's interesting about this is most people would have heard of the arranger provision. So a third party under arrangement with the employee, yep. employer. sorry, But also, sometimes the Act does say the employer ought have known. Okay, right. So even if the employer wasn't a party to an arrangement to provide that benefit, then you have to question, should the employer have known about the benefit? Here's my next next <laughs> sort of layman question. Right, go. Um, if the provider was to provide that benefit, is it still the employer that is liable for the FBT on yes. that? Yes. Oh, so, so you've got to also scour through potentially records with third parties yes. to determine whether or not benefits are being offered. And to that's where a lot of entities would keep like gift re registers, for example. Uh, okay, all right. Because if your supplier is constantly awarding your staff gifts for reaching certain targets of sales or things like that, then perhaps you need to be aware of those uh, as well. Okay. Yep. Gee, so it's, it's almost like you, you've got to call your suppliers up and go, guys, less gifts, less. <laughs> but okay, fair enough. So well, at least we understand that there might yeah. be a liability there. Yep. yep. And, and obviously there will be circum certain circumstances where they might be exempt or concessionally okay. treated, yep. just like any others. So I guess that was going to be my next step. So I might put, put two together here. Look at whether it's one exempt mm -hmm. or two concessionally treated okay. um, so you can reduce the taxable value. Okay. So we've talked about previously minor benefit rule yep. um, th under $300, um, but also uh, minor and infrequent. Okay. So it could have mm. been less than 300 but if you're receiving that gift every week, every month, then the ATO may argue that that's not irregular and okay. infrequent. Okay. okay, so may argue or they have the de definitive leg to stand on in saying that that is... They, they, do, not, they do not in any legislation... Um, they don't prescribe, yeah. but I think it's a it's a common sense rule of thumb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd yeah. be pretty hard pressed to argue weekly or monthly is not irregular. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. not something you're gonna to stuff around with either, really. No, no. no. And you'd, you'd rather err on the side of caution. Which, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, just on that, yeah. the Board of Taxation uh, report actually talked about upping that exemption limit to five hundred. What's your take on that, Ange? I think it makes sense. Uh, that that limit hasn't been adjusted for. Oh, I don't. 
since the inception of the legislation, I think. I don't, okay. I don't think it's been... It's been a long time. And mm. if you consider how expensive things are these days, cost of living, etc., it makes sense. Okay. $500 probably makes more yeah. sense, yeah. Well, obviously, that's a legislative change, so it's not something that the ATO can just say, yeah, no worries, let's do that. Yeah, absolutely. It does have to go to Parliament. Yeah. Um, but look, with the Border Taxation Report uh, being so highly regarded, I can't imagine why it wouldn't. Um, and you'd think attention. it'd be pretty small, wouldn't you? Yeah, you think it caused too much of a ripple in that it, revenue for the ATO or anything like that. I don't think well, it would be. Well, FBT, that, that's the thing. FBT isn't a big revenue earner, it's is not, it? It's not. It's so, not. And let's face it, for, for, for the amount of tax revenue it earns the government, it's so overly complicated. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon that would simplify... Like by upping that that exemption threshold. Possibly, a lot of small businesses would probably fall out of the loop on some of the benefits. Then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Let's face it. Most people they're caught they're caught on entertainment. The little businesses. Yeah. Sure. So if you're doing actual method, you're actually allowed to apply the amount of benefits rule, mm. and you'd probably get away with a lot. Okay. Yeah. Mm, cool. So so the last thing I would mention on that front, the step about exempting and reducing taxable values is that some benefits, such as LAFA, for example, have their own concessions as well. So you need to be aware of what benefits you've got and then what concessions or exemptions are available within okay. those ranges. I'll just stop you there. LAFA meaning living away from home allowance? Yes, yes. Nathan. Okay. Yeah, awesome. sure yeah. yeah, thanks for that. Um, so... And I, I mentioned that one specifically because that's had a lot of rework in its concessions in the last few years as well. So okay. it's probably one that for our tax agent uh, audience is a bit of a headache as it is anyway. So I would say for taxpayers, the critical thing there is the categorisation of their benefits. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so yep. they've got to be aware of what where it would fall. Yeah, and okay. you, can't, you can't ascertain the taxable value or any exemptions or concessions they will apply unless you correctly identify which, okay. uh, which category it Makes actually sense. falls under. Makes sense. I guess um, the next step is considering whether the benefit provided is um, a GST credible benefit, i.e. does it have GST included in the value of it. Why is that important? Because with GST, we gross up, we gross up the value mm-hmm. um, of the benefit. So depending on whether there is or is not GST included, um, the gross up factor will be different. Mm-hmm. So for, G- for FBT, there are two factors, gross up factors. Type one is for the uh, items that do have GST on them, and just a note to everybody, the rate has changed for the 14-15 FBT year. So type 1 is now 2.0802 and type 2 for our GST exclusive benefits or GST free benefits is 1.8868 this year. So make sure you adjust your calculation sheets or spreadsheets, whatever you use for your FBT returns because it has changed. Yeah, and that that change, was that predicated because of the rise in the Medicare levy, I believe. Yeah. I believe that the yeah. Medicare levy um, rate changed and so uh, that that obviously had had an effect on FBT. Absolutely. So very last step, everyone. <laughs> Probably sounds like a lot, but very last step is, is it reportable? Um, so a reportable fringe benefit means doesn't need to actually be seen and reported on the employee's payment summary. Mm-hmm. Now, um, the limit is $2,000. So if the taxable value is over $2,000, the employer has to include it on the payment summary, the taxable value on the payment summary of the employee. Um, and there are some benefits that are excluded from being reportable, such as car parking. Mm-hmm. So if you provide car parking fringe benefits, you do not have to report that amount. So 
again, just being aware of have you has that employee exceeded the two thousand dollar limit? Do you mm-hmm. need to include it on their payment summary? Yep. And first, and then secondly, saying, well, hang on, of these benefits provided, are some of them non-reportable? So making sure you don't unnecessarily include it, okay? Because the flow-on effect is that the employee will have that on their tax return. That's right. Yeah. And although you're not assessed on it, yes. it will affect you on your government. Yeah. Look. Go- tests. Yeah. Look. Government rebates and 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 what have you, as well as a lot of offsets, as Child well care as maintenance, yeah, things look, like that. Everything is getting linked up. Yep. So um, it is becoming more and more important to report that correctly. So that is like the quickest possible FBT survival lesson we can that was fantastic thank you <laughs> i feel better yeah, that's I great feel a lot better. very comprehensive step-by-step guide and we hope that it's helpful to our listeners just as it was to us i mean it's nice at uh, taxpayers australia to take a step back and look at how we're doing our process and look at how we're learning and and to learn something so it's always good yeah, fun absolutely. thanks for joining us for episode 12 uh next week episode 13 we'll be coming back with another edition of the lightning round and we'll be educating uh hopefully you and ourselves further so thanks for joining us thank you cheers thanks